Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. This is Radio Free Cybertron number 812. This is our 2022 year in review. We do this every year. We don't review 2022 every year, but we look back at the prior year. Uh, this week, we have with us Diecast, Don, Matt, and Chris. Rob is not with us. Uh, this podcast is broken up into three parts. Uh, part one will be our uh, look back at uh, the toys and news, uh, favorite news items of the year. It's basically the RSC Awards. Uh, second uh, section will be the um, recap of our uh, predictions for 2022 and next year next year next week we'll be doing our predictions for 2023 although this time next year we'll be reviewing our 2023 predictions this is true and uh, part three will be our news recap of 2022 so for this segment we are doing the rfc awards which we do every year where we pick our favorite uh, toys of the year from various categories favorite news items most disappointing toy, etc. So we are going to start off with the best leader class and up toy of the year. And I'm going to tell the guys who they voted for, unless they remember. Sometimes I have a we... cheat sheet. Okay. I have it right in front of me. Well, okay, well, that's good. So in, on my list, Chris, Chris went first on my list. So Chris, go ahead. I thought you were going to tell me what I voted for. You said you have a cheat sheet, you know. So I think you're me. doing this for audience purposes more than us. Okay. Well, <laughs> Chris picked Masterpiece Crosscut. I sure did. Crosscut has always been my favorite of the skids alternate decos that, you know, nice silver with a little bit of red and some black in there. It's just really like elegant and clean looking. And even going back to that first generation toy we got of it in 2013, like it made that kind of so so IDW skids mold feel and feel and look a lot better just for being like sharp and clean as it was. And much the same ends up being true with the masterpiece. And this is the first masterpiece after I don't even know how many years that is itself a design i feel comfortable picking up and handling and transforming and you know i don't need like a hypothetical physics degree to uh figure out what i'm doing with it uh it this might be kind of a thinly veiled excuse to get the masterpiece skids mold in another rfc awards but like it deserves it and the deco just makes the toy shine literally yeah it's true uh matt no surprise on who you picked oh absolutely not i picked legacy motor master um it's such a good toy. Like the cartoon accuracy is spot on. It's not overly complicated to transform. And the trailer makes a really good base for Menasaur. So like, I am perfectly happy with that toy. Uh, Rob but, is not here. He picked uh, Haslab Victory Saber. Not certain why, but he liked it. So because he got a good one, he got a good one. I, I, it looks like I did too. I just haven't really okay. opened it. And being being Haslab being crowdfunded, I didn't feel comfortable putting it on you know the RFC awards. Like I expect that to be special in its own That's way. That's fair. That's fair. 
I will allow it. Uh, Don picked Holiday Optimus Prime. Yeah, I, I'm like Matt. I really didn't feel like, for at least in this category, Victory Saber was kind of like, it had a budget well and above beyond anything else you could go to the store and buy. So it's sort of like putting a masterpiece against your main line. It, it doesn't seem quite as fair. But Legacy, but Holiday Optimus. Op- totally fair. Well, okay. But, but Holiday Optimus caught us all by surprise. We knew nothing about it. It came out of the blue. It's an interesting take, and it's obviously going to be a hero Optimus at some point down the road. But it's it's interesting. It's unique. It's an it's an you keep thinking, well, they can't get Optimus Prime and from they can't do anything unique. This whole thing just screams G two Hero Optimus. The deco is fun. It's goofy. I didn't have any breakage issues so far, but I still bought a second one just in case. But just not knowing, and then boom, and then a month later, it's in our hands. There's history here that we don't know that I want to know the behind the scenes on this figure because when's the last time we had a figure shown and in hand within a month and not know anything about it? But it's just such a great looking figure. I can't wait to see the repaints. I'll, I'll buy every version they come out with. Uh, so yeah, that's my that's my leader class and up for the year. Diecast picked Shattered Glass Skyfire. Yep, uh, he's great. Uh, I know he's a repaint, so I didn't. I, I was hesitant to pick him at first, but I was having trouble thinking of anything else. So I, I, I honestly didn't even think of Masterpiece, and I didn't think of Haslab. So I went with either, you know, Leader, Commander, or Titan was kind of what I was thinking. Um, but yeah, that, that Masterpiece, uh, or that, uh, excuse me, that Shattered Glass Jetfire is just so nice. I also picked holiday optimus prime which means that he won he is the best leader class and up toy of the year and the reason i picked it it just gave me the feels just the box i actually was in a comic shop yesterday and i saw like three of them on the on the shelf and the box is just so perfect and small it's the size that the box needs to be like my heart grew three sizes when i opened it my qc was great too i know that some people had issues but i love the toy uh, moving on to best generation selects release, Chris picked Black Zarak. Yes. Um, so generation selects was not the most fertile of fields to choose from for this product year, which isn't really surprising since Walmart took a ton of things that would have easily been selects fodder any other year and just turned them into their own whole subline, which I can't exactly complain about, but it made this category a little bit uh, tougher to choose for. So from what we did get in selects this year, I had to give my vote to Black Zarek for what it represents as much as anything else. Because like the very attempt at retooling a Titan and releasing it in a honestly limited online-only format was bold, to say the least. And of all the things that they could have chosen to do with a Titan redeco, for their very first one, they went to an updated version of, a, you know, very sought after among that group of collectors uh, and notoriously fragile vintage toy from the Master Force Black Zarek. And it's so much the better that they did that, given that they may only get to do this once or twice. So, you know, going straight for the good stuff was the right call on this. I may not have space to house one, but like, it's one that I really appreciate is out there. Matt also picked Black Zarek. Oh, good. (laughs) Um, for all the reasons that Chris just mentioned, really, and like I like this was 
I, I am the target audience for this toy. Like, I want the updated Japanese stuff. And there is absolutely no way I'm ever going to buy a G1, even if I have the money. Like, the it, it's like gambling. Like, yeah, I, I'm not taking the chance on that. So this was the only way I was ever going to get a Black Zarek, and I am supremely happy with it. I remember we had a conversation with John DeLuna, I think, sometime this past year, just about, like, none of us wanted to take on the responsibility of being the custodian for a vintage Black Zarek just because of all nope. the things that it entails. So, like, it's great that this exists so we don't have to make that choice ever. Uh, Rob picked Black Zarek. Oh, cool. Don? Well, I think we have a winner. <laughs> Don? Don? Um, I don't Black Zarek. Black Zarek. Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of a lot of the same things that uh, Matt and Chris already said. Because it would take a lot to get a someone to buy a Titan a second time over, and the complete revamping of Mega Zarak or Stort, whatever, whatever you want to call them, and the look just and the opportunity to have the character, even if you don't have the matching Grand Maximus. It's still a very impressive piece for anyone that's familiar with the Japanese continuity. Diecast picked GT Ramjet, which came out in March of 2021, by the way. So, Diecast, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Um, if you had known that G2 Ramjet was two years old, almost, uh, and you had also you know, had the list in front of you that said Black Zarek came out this year, would you have picked Black Zarek? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, so let's just you know do some revisionist history here and say that it was the unanimous winner. Well, I haven't gone yet. Okay, but we're going to revision your history, too, and also say that you picked it. I picked Black Zarak because okay. I needed something for Black Ricci to go with. Okay, that's, yeah, that's fair. Black Zarak one. Yeah. He's, a, he's a very expensive accessory for Black Ricci. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. I was tempted to put Select Cyclonus because of the color. It's pretty. It's, it, it is, it is really such good. a beautiful toy. But when you look at the QC issues on it with those shoulders versus the f- presence that Black Zarek gives, it, the prettiness of Zyklonis doesn't really help it enough compared like to everything Clonus else. Zyklonis was going to be my runner-up. Same. Yeah, so uh, best Voyager toy of the year, Chris? Uh, G-Axis, which I don't think is any surprise because G2 is basically in my blood. It's what I started Transformers on because I was of that age. Um, we've been long overdue for a proper G-axis toy, and I can't imagine a more proper G-axis toy than what they gave us this year. Um, I mean, the only way it could be more perfect would be having like a little bit more contrast deco to bring out the detail on the mold. Like they went all out making this thing just look and feel like the comic design, which to do that and get something that actually transforms to any degree is amazing in itself. And it might not be fantastically creative let's say on the technical side the engineering is not anything innovative but it's still like the most satisfying voyager experience i had this year matt g-axis and like for again for all the reasons that chris said um he is everything i could have possibly wanted out of that toy uh he sits proudly on my shelf in coronation star screams throne um <laughs> and yeah he's just absolutely fantastic rob also picked g-axis Don. Pick Jaxus. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm sorry. Look at this. Look at this figure. It looks like he basically clawed his way out of the page, beat up whoever was drawing him, and then just said, "Like, okay, I'm here in 3D. Do something about it." Diecast picked Jaxus. Yeah, uh, 
God, I I didn't think everyone was going to pick that, but I really I'm liked him just because he. Yeah, well, I didn't think the majority was going to pick that just because I. I I mean, for me, he was a fun toy. Uh, he didn't have a lot of hollowness to him. I, I just thought he was really good all around, and it's a character that we normally don't get. Um, I know we got him in Generations, but he was in the basically, wrong colors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although I do like that orange. I, I am, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just I thought uh, for all things combined everything worked out great on that figure i picked g2 ramjet so i'm kidding i picked jaxus so unanimously <laughs> jaxus won best voyager toy of the year as and it if, should be and if you told us a year ago that we would be picking a g2 jaxus as the best voyager of the year we would have thought are we doing third party now did someone do a third party one and hasbro just gives us they don't need to revisit the character. This this is the best Yaxis. We this is what we need. This is what we got. So best deluxe toy of the year, Chris. I went with Tarantulas. Um, it delivered almost everything I wanted. I uh, wanted or expected out of it. Because um, like the whole lineup of Beast Wars update through Kingdom was well it troubled sometimes at best. Uh, there was like you know one or two standouts in that, but for the most part, like I just didn't think they lived up to the original toys in feel or execution but like tarantulas hit every note i would have been looking for and it is a fantastic updating of the original toy while bringing the show character firmly into it it has like zero drawbacks to offset any of that and that in itself is kind of amazing and there's not another deluxe that i've handled this year that i've been able to just unreservedly enjoy like i enjoyed tarantulas and i don't even like spiders (laughs) Uh, let's see here, Matt. Uh, I picked Velocitron Cosmos, um, a toy that was notoriously nightmarish to try and find. I was lucky enough to find one right away. The only one I ever saw on a shelf, I picked up immediately. I've still never seen one at retail ever again. But um, the fact that he's as good as he is with less tooling than than your standard deluxe and I'm really glad that they were able to pull that off because I would not have been nearly as happy if they had, you know, gone the the retooling of Bumblebee route. It would not have satisfied me nearly as much. The one we got out of Velocitron is perfect. Let's see here. Rob voted Tarantulas as well. Don voted Cosmos. This is Cosmos. This is, he's short, he's squat. I can hear the voice when I look at this character and he is just, and I'm sorry for those people that did not get one. I hope, I hope the opportunity to get this mold comes down the pipe, either as a Selexus Pathfinder or something, but this is just probably the most fun deluxe. And he just looks like he's supposed to. Don cast picked Bumblebee Brawn. Interesting. I, I thought it was a, a unique toy. I know all those uh, Bumblebee figures, they uh, they had to basically make the uh, vehicle modes for them. Uh, and I thought it was just a really cool interpretation of uh, the character. And again, like GX is something different. Um, you know, just the fact that they're going back to Bumblebee movie. I mean, how long ago did that come out? Like three years ago. So, yeah, I also picked Cosmos. Uh, mostly because I had to be a tiebreaker and I didn't really feel super strongly about any deluxe this year. 
Uh, Cosmos is the one I just marginally felt better about than other things. It's a great toy. Um, but like, I'm not super in it's, it's the Cosmos. I think I said when it came out, it's the Cosmos. I never realized that I needed, but it's not like it's life changing, but it's very nice. So, uh, Cosmos one, uh, best engineering of the year, Chris. Well, so this is where I picked Cosmos rather than the deluxe category because, like, nothing this year to me felt like it was engineered in an amazing or innovative way. Like, there just wasn't, like, any fantastic accomplishment of engineering in the conventional sense. So I went a little bit different direction deciding this. So for backstory, there was essentially a budget of three new toolings available to change another toy into Cosmos. Uh, one of the concepts for that was the Origin Bumblebee, which the resulting the the mock-up they did for that looked kind of like a cylon raider which makes me sad we didn't get that because i would like to see a silver redeco as a cylon raider but that's a digression um so instead of doing that retool with those three new molds they figured out how to force a complete feeling deluxe's worth of parts out of just those few tools and they made actually a really nice cosmos in the deal as evidenced by most of the rest of us picking cosmos as best deluxe this year it's an impressive feat, and while I maybe don't want it to become a habit, I do love when new tricks like this enter the design toolbox. Matt picked drag strip. Yeah, uh, like Chris, nothing really stood out to me as being overly exceptional engineering-wise this year. Um, drag strip pretty much got my vote. I do like the way the the upper arm or the upper body transforms. Uh, the way the arms collapse up above the head is a, a neat trick to get the front of the car mode. And the fact that he does come in half at the waist for Menasaur mode, to, so it doesn't um, sacrifice uh, movement and uh, posability for the figure, I I appreciate. So drag strip wins in a pretty bland category for me this year. Uh, Rob picked Victory Saber. Don picked Motormaster. Yeah, because Motormaster, well, all the Stunicons, the whole group left a bad taste in everybody's mouth from Combiner Wars. And so the next time they revisited the team was going to have to be something stellar. I think at the commander, cl commander class budget point, they did a really great job with Motormaster. He looks like Motormaster. He's, he's chunky. He's threatening in a way. He transforms fun. The, a lot of people cried about the foot flip. I thought that was inventive. That way you still get this little cab feet without having too much kibble or it doesn't look right or whatever the case may be. But the way he becomes the Minnesota torso and you don't have a ton of parts hanging off, he compresses down in a way I would not have expected a combiner torso to compress. And the result is a really great engineering trick that gives us a affordable Minnesota with a motor master that really stands out. Diecast picked G2 Ramjet. G2 Ramjet. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, moving on. I picked Cosmos <laughs> because uh, I went last and I could see the votes and I went, yeah, Chris is right. <laughs> it's Cosmos. <laughs> what did Diecast pick? G2 Ramjet. For what? Engineering? Uh, yeah, best engineering of the year. No. Did he really? Yes. No, I thought well, I only used G2 Ramjet once. You used G2 Ramjet twice. Huh. I wonder if it took one of my answers because I did 
I did pick Menasaur. Well, um, and Motormaster. Motormaster. Well, you put Gigi Ramjet in the box. Ooh, yeah. Don's right. I mean, for the first time, Hasbro actually did what third parties were doing, and and you know made the cab into the body of uh, Menasaur, and I thought that was great. And uh, you know, it it came out pretty good. Uh, The deluxes could have been a little bit better, um, except for you know match choice um drag strip he's pretty great uh but they could have done a little bit better on like you know um breakdown and uh but yeah that must have been a mistake in the submitting Did you do it on your phone yeah yes yeah, probably one yeah yeah uh best toy of the year chris okay this is gonna be an interesting one so i went with wreck and rule diaclone twin twist and i will explain my logic for this of all the things i got this year for the money that I paid for each thing, I felt like I got the most out of Twin Twist, the, what, six-year-old Titans Return mold versus anything that was released this year at its respective price point. Um, so as it turns out, a Titans Return mold, especially that Flip Changer mold, which was um, already, or Jumpstarter mold, which was already like one of the best of Titans Return at the time, it still feels worth the modern price of a deluxe and, you know, having some extra diaclone stuff is pretty cool, too. But, like, of all the things I got, that's the one that I opened up and messed with and just felt like, yeah, this was when Transformers were really, really fun. And it was kind of a nostalgia hit. It's big and chunky in a way we haven't had in a couple of years. It just, like, it hit all the right buttons for me. And it's the thing that I just enjoyed the most out of everything this year. Cool. Matt? Uh, overall toy, I, I try not to double up you know one toy more than one spot on my list but motor master was worth it this year like he's just really strong toy it's everything i wanted out of a possible motor master so that got my vote let's hear rob put victory saber don also voted victory saber yeah um i again like i said when you have a crowdfunded budget you expect a certain level of oomph for the money because the budget is more than what you would get off the shelf at Walmart. And I think with all due respect to Unicron, so he doesn't wake up in the middle of the night and destroy me. I think victory saber for the money gives us such a presentation, the box, the illustrations. It's the box package. is substantially nicer than Unicron's box. Yes, true. But, I, but I'm just saying overall as a, like Chris was saying for the money you spent, the money I spent for victory saber I got such an incredible package, not just the toy, but the experience, the look, the feel of a embracing the Japanese uh, continuity. Cool. Uh, let's see here. Diecast voted Commander Class Motormaster. Okay, so maybe I did vote G2 Ramjet twice. Uh, yeah, Motormaster. I mean, he's just, like I said previously, he's just awesome. Uh, what they did with him, probably the best combiner we've ever got uh, from Hasbro. Uh, so Hasbro to Karatomi, uh, just super nice. I mean, him and Devastator, and they're really neck and neck. There's pluses and minuses to both of those. Um, I, ju- I just think they did a great job with him. You know, Devastator didn't come out this past year, right? Oh, no, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> as far as like the best combiner Hasbro ever got uh, gave us, uh, it would be between Combiner Wars, Devastator, and uh, Motormaster. 
Okay. So I didn't break the tie this time. I just went with my favorite, which was Holiday Optimus Prime. <laughs> I love that little boy. <laughs> so that means Legacy Motor Master and Victory Saber are tied. But I would say that considering that Motor Master is a retail release, he wins. That seems fair. Uh, sad Trombone. The Sad Trombone Award. The most disappointing toy of the year. Chris. I went with Victory Saber because when you have a crowdfunding budget, you expect a certain level of oomph. And it just didn't deliver that for me. Plus, the rampant QC issues, uh, you know, to all kinds of degrees. Like, there is such a spectrum and gamut of what has gone wrong with individual copies of this toy. Like, it did not live up to the hype Hasbro put on it. It did not live up to the expectations that we brought to it, which, you know, I think I kept fair expectations of this from the start because I know... I know how Transformers goes from design to product. Like, I'm not expecting the moon here, but they didn't even really deliver me a battle station. Um, I just, I didn't get out of this what I wanted to. And even if I didn't have the QC problems, I still think I would feel kind of underwhelmed by it. It may not have become my most disappointing toy of the year, but it certainly wouldn't have gotten in any of my other categories if I had better QC on it. I applaud your answer. I just want to mention yeah, that. Yeah, I, I like that answer, too. If I had thought mo- a little more into it, like, Victory Saber wouldn't have gotten it, but the, the rollout of Victory Saber would have. But since I um, voted for a single toy, like, it was close. It was almost a three-way tie. But I went with Legacy Wild Rider. Um, I liked Dragstrip and Motormaster so much individually. Um, like, the, the Stunicon started out really strong. And breakdown, whenever I got him, you know, the car doesn't compact together all the way, and he's really narrow in robot mode. It makes him look too small next to drag strip. Um, uninspired transformation, like like way overdone. Like it we're back to Titan's return car transformation, like hundred percent. Um, but the reason it won is because we're going to get it again as breakdown next year. So you can do this all yeah. over again. <laughs> And I'm well, not looking forward to that. Yeah, and spoilers for next year. The uh, Masterpiece Skids mold is going to be my choice for uh, leadering up again when uh, Reboot comes out. <laughs> Third year in a row. Yeah. Burnout comes out, yeah. So Rob picks Studio Series 86 RC. Don picks uh, Studio Series 86 Sludge. Yes. Um, everyone knows that Sludge was my first Transformer. And in the, 80, in the Studio Series, Grimlock was a solid figure. A few little things here and there, but overall, a solid figure. Slag, again, a good figure. A few little things, but still, he looked great. Sludge extremely let me down. Granted, my hopes with him being as important as he is to me as my first Transformer, I might have been holding up my hopes a little too high. But when you have the rampant QC problems, the wings falling off, the toes just sticking down. And there's obviously there was a, at some point those toes were supposed to fold up and they just stick down in dino mode. It's, it's just, it's an extreme disappointment for my favorite Dinobot and the drop in overall quality from the first two. So that was a huge disappointment for me this year. Diecast put kingdom RC. I'm assuming you mean studio series 86 RC. Is Kingdom RC too old? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, I meant, I meant, uh, I actually meant Kingdom RC because I thought 
Studio Series RC was so much better. They finally gave us one that was a decent mold. I mean, they completely, you know, went back and redid it. So obviously someone at Hasbro realized how terrible Kingdom RC was. Okay, so next year we're giving Diecast a checklist. Yeah, Kingdom yeah. RC yes. was just a repack too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she wasn't even she was just the toy from what Earthrise? Earthrise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but uh okay. I, so Earthrise I RC is this year. I'm kidding. I'm giving you crap. <laughs> it was really hard this year. I, I was having a hard time picking so anything. I, so With the Kingdom RC, you should have known because we've been getting legacy Transformers all year, not Kingdom. So I'm gonna so I cheated a little bit because I I, I went I went with Dawn to say sludge because I had such bad issues Ow. with sludges. No, no, I no with like there's QC variability in Sludge, and I was lucky to get a good one. Mine was awful. Um, but yeah, Don and Kilby got really bad ones. Other people I know got bad ones. But even the good QC pull I got from it, I, I'm always going to put it as uh, most disappointing because mine wasn't that bad, but it certainly didn't obviously make my best leader class toy because like Don said, there has been a downward trend with these Studio Series Dinobots all along Slug, Slag was not too far below Grimlock, but Sludge was a definite step down, even on a good example. Yeah. So, Sorry. but I, like I said, I cheated a little bit to, to break so that we didn't have a tie. Sludge won. But my honest, heartfelt choice was MPG01 Trainbot Shoki. Not that it was, you know, the worst of the two that came out, but getting it's, it. It's the one that broke your heart. It broke my heart because it, <laughs> I realized that I was going to blow $600. Oh, <laughs> crap. See, I didn't put that one because I didn't even think of Shoki, but even if I had, Getsway would have taken Getsway his place. <laughs> yeah. But like Shoki was the one that really did it for me. I by by the time, you know, Getsway came around, I knew that it was going to be horrible. And so. Yuki Kaze ought to be coming out relatively soon. <laughs> yes, I yeah. think you I think those of you who ordered from Amazon Japan will probably have that uh not too long from now. February, I think. Well, you'll be able to put him down for 2023 and you'll probably be able to put one of those members down for 2024 we'll see yeah. we're going to, have to make wow, a special that's... category to uh, talk about how bad riding itself is yeah uh, that's kind of depressing when you're already looking at a 600 figure and you're like well that can be the worst one for this year and that year and that year and that year <laughs> mm-hmm. okay biggest news item of the year chris okay so i didn't choose a single news item i chose basically a series of news topic uh, which is in short form, the Hasbro designers opening Instagram accounts and telling us about designing toys. Um, like it's been an ongoing thing, which apparently only started in like March or April. I actually did go back through a couple of those Instagram accounts just to verify when they started posting that. And like the amount of information they've given us about these toys, the insights, the behind the scenes, like there's been so much of it. It felt like it's been going on longer than that, but I was glad to see like this was something I could put down for this year. This has just been one of my favorite regular events to come along throughout this year in Transformers news or whatever. Like, it's not news, but I don't know what else to call it. It's news items. It's on news feeds. And, like, I love that they're doing this now. I love that a lot of, like, assumptions we would make, some of that's getting, like, confirmed through offhand remarks in these. Like, we're learning a lot about this stuff, and we're learning a lot of where the designers' heads were at when they were working on these toys and another thing i love too and this is not specific to this or even this year but like 
the Hasbro people are giving a lot of props to the Takara Tomi side of things, the engineering and the design contributions of those people, where in years past, there seemed like, I don't know if it was a conscious effort or not, but like they really like undersold or kind of swept under the rug that anybody but Hasbro was really doing work on these when the Japanese side of things is every bit as important and in some ways more so because they're the ones that make the toys the way they are instead of being like Marvel crossovers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Agree. Uh, Matt. Um, All right. So uh, death Saurus has lab and he fully funded, reached all of his goals, unlocked a hidden goal after we were done. And he even outsold star or victory saber. Like I am super happy with that news. Yeah, me too. Uh, Rob picked uh, IDW losing the transformers license which I think it's great news item. Uh, 18 years. That's amazing. It's amazing. I wouldn't call that a great news item. Well, That's no, kind of sad. But big. It's huge. I mean, it's it's the long, it seemed, I mean, far and away the longest contribution to the Transformers fiction. Yeah. I, not, I mean, it's not just the longest. It, I mean, it's the biggest by far. So, yeah. Uh, Don picked Deathsaurus. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest, a lot of the news items, as I'm sitting there trying to remember everything, it all kinds of runs together. But the Death Saurus, we, we all hoped it would be Death Saurus. Were we expecting it? Not the, not right on the heels of Star Saber. I guess maybe in retrospect we could have. But just the way they did the presentation and they got Few to do the hosting, and then as soon as it cuts to the promo, boom, the victory music starts. And it's this, and I was like, Yes, Deathsaurus. And, you know, it's just, it was, it was kind of expected, mostly unexpected this soon. And just like the hype just kept going and the stuff started looking as good as it did. And then we got the bat and then we got the tears. And it's just the whole thing sort of round out was a good boost of news to round out the year. I cast picked Lego Optimus Prime. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's that's a good one. one. Uh, I, and the reason I picked it was just because of the fact that they've never really worked with Lego because they've always try, tried to compete, compete directly with, with Lego. Lego. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was a new uh, a new turn of events, uh, you know, being able to work with Lego. And from what I've heard, and it's all rumors, I have no concrete information. But this is not going to be the only Lego Transformers item. Probably a safe bet. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, I also picked SRS, which means that this is the news item that won. So, yeah, that's this year's RSE Awards. Uh, I think next year is going to be very interesting. Um, this year, sort of a mixed bag of toys and news items. It's a, a huge year when it came to news items and, and toys. So, so much so that it was kind of hard to, to pick. But uh, I think 2023 is going to be as, as, as or more interesting than 2022 was. So we'll see is that how your that official happens. Prediction? That is my official prediction. <laughs> so in this segment, we are going to recap our 2022 predictions. And uh, we will actually have our predictions for 2023 in the next episode of RSC. So as a reminder, each year we uh, each have two to three predictions. We try to have a bold prediction. That is something that is pretty specific. but you know, that, that's unlikely to happen, but, you know, you're going to earn mad credit if you get it. But in general, these predictions shouldn't be too specific because, Don, you're going to talk yourself into not, you know, actually getting something. 
So not too specific usually means don't keep layering on to it. You know, like usually say, I want, I expect a big red figure to come out. Not, I expect a big red figure to come out and a tiger hawk figure with it, you know, and, and a blah, 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 you know, so keep things general. That's how this normally goes. Hey, but sometimes it pays off. So uh, we're going to start off with Rob, who isn't here. Uh, Rob had the safest bet, the safest prediction first, which was price increases in 2022. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. To be yeah. fair, I think you can you can predict that for any year, and it will I'm always be to. correct. It will I'm always be correct. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, his second prediction was, the second prediction, HasLab will be G1 Titan Metroplex. Mm. Alas, no. Uh, I wish next, he was right. Yeah. Uh, after, after Star Saber, I'm not sure anymore. I'm going to go next just because I didn't get any. So <laughs> I, huh. I like going last if I think I'm going to win, but I got none. Uh, I had three. Uh, two Transformers has labs in 2022. So no. that was a safe bet, actually. Yeah. I- yeah. This, the next one actually goes back to something we were talking about before we actually started recording, recording which was Masterpiece Jetfire will be 60,000 yen. It's more like 40,000 yen, 38.5, I think, something. And uh, second, or pardon me, the third is the Pulse exclusive repaint line will be G2 themed, which I wish would have happened. So, no. Uh, Chris, your first prediction was prices will increase again, and many will claim this. This is where you added the complication, but this, it paid off. Many will claim that this will end their active collecting, but they will still collect. Yep. So that was a so that was the instance when uh, complicating your answer actually paid off. Yeah. Um, you also suggested it still could happen. Uh, last uh, the last three train bots canceled and made available as a made to order box set. I I do feel less like that's going to happen at this point. But at the time when uh, Shoki's sales numbers were not looking good from the outside indications we had, like. It made sense. And uh, finally, we'll get an announcement for Masterpiece Stepper, but no jazz. <laughs> yeah, I think that was just me being mean. Yeah. <laughs> Cheeky. A diecast had four. <laughs> I oh. love his fourth. Diecast had fourth. He had a bold prediction at the end. We don't actually know that the bold prediction didn't happen because you'll, you'll see why. Prediction one, a Titan Arc Redeco. So... Well, didn't happen. It could still happen, but it didn't happen. Diecast predicted Earthspark after it was already announced. (laughs) (laughs) That counts then. It's like, well, there'll be a family-friendly Transformers cartoon series announced. And we were like, well, Earthspark is coming out. And he's like, oh. Um, Saluting Captain Obvious there. I did not know at the prediction, though. Well, so... This is one actually I, I, I mold over. You guys can tell me if you got it right or wrong. I, I'm going to say that it's, I'm going to say that he didn't. Uh, Legacy will move away from making things G1 ified. No, I, I, no, I'm not giving it No, that. it's I become get, less prominent, but it's still there. Yeah, it's I didn't they've, get uh, that. They've, they've smoothed out the formula a little bit, but I mean, they're definitely still like animated Prowl just definitely shows that they're still doing it. Yeah. Um, and bold prediction Don gets a Supreme Cheetor. Oh, Don oh. just smirked. He may have gotten one. <laughs> Did you? Well, no, because I don't have time to beat one up and drive it all the way out to the landfill. <laughs> <laughs> because if I dump it in the city thing, it'll be a to- it'll be a toxic issue. 
Uh, let's see here. Don, more G2 selects made available or announced. I don't think that happened. No, we actually had less this year than any other year. Yeah. Uh, the big one, and I'm going to give it to him, Commander Class Disaurus. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. Indoor Tiger Hawk. Would uh, be more leader class. Yeah, or a, more uh, Titan, I mean. I'm sorry, Titan. No, I mean, it's, no, it's, it's definitely Commander. closer to... It's more in line with Commander class. Yeah. Okay. And and they were explaining on one of the streams that, like, their original idea for doing a Death Source was going to put it at, like, Commander class, but they pushed it over to HasLab so they could actually do everything they wanted to with it. Yeah, like, the size is pretty comparable to to uh commander class but it's mm-hmm. bulkier yeah a bold prediction he's going to do this one every year it's never going to happen marvel legend circuit breaker and his mega bold prediction does anybody remember what this one was no don do you remember what this one was i remember making a mega bold prediction but not the details commander class purple griffin skylinks okay yeah, I every figured, year. Every year. <laughs> <laughs> well, not this year. Not not for next year. No, I, I don't think we're going to get that anytime soon. Uh, Matt, I'd, rather, I'd rather see Combiner Wars Voyager Purple Griffin. Yeah, uh, Matt. Uh, first one's right. Correct. Has lab announced before Star Saber ships. I was very vague on that though. I didn't guess what it was going to be. Yeah, like, hey, but it was. And you didn't accurate. even you didn't even apparently say that was a Transformers Haslab before Star Saber ship. No, so well, like, it Transformers Haslab. <laughs> Oh, no. I mean, as I have it written down here, it said another HasLab project announced for Transformers before Star Saber is even released. And uh, Rise of the Beast pushed back Christmas 2023. That has not been disproven yet. Well, not in 2022. It hasn't. So, so. I don't think it's going to get pushed back. I still think it is because stuff is starting to get pushed back into the summertime slot where it's currently scheduled to be and they are going to want to avoid competition. Yeah. Oh, I agree. You are not wrong. That is totally the reason that they would do it too. And uh, that's it. That was all the predictions. So uh, two on price increases with Chris's adding on. Many people claim this one in their collecting. Uh, Don, I think Don, I think Don's claim specific call out of Commander Class Desaurus though. I think, I mean, I would say Don wins based on that. It, not, not a lot of great predictions this year, Don. Hey, I'll take what I can. I think get. you won last year too, so that's two years in a row. Don Don did win last year with the RC. Yeah, yeah I, I was just off, I was just off by one release. Yep. Two years in a row. You're the defending two time champion, Don. Make it a three peat. Actually, that's a trademark phrase. Hat trick. Yeah, I, I will try. Congratulations, Don. And our third and final section is our 2022 news recap. Uh, as we do this every year, we look at this month over month, uh, starting with the earliest month of the year, of course, that being January, going through the end. Uh, this year, we have this broken up into about two and a half pages of uh, news items. I think one year we had this at 24 pages. And oh, we had, yeah, I think that's the year we started saying we didn't want to do this anymore. Yeah, so uh, it's much more manageable now, but... Uh, uh, we'll have a, we're not going to have a lot of time to speak about any specific news item, but we can go into a little bit of detail. Um, but uh, starting off in January, the big news item, though, Chris Cox was named the new CEO, CEO of Hasbro. That was after, what, Brian Goldner died, like, fall um, winter last year. Yeah, he had, Brian Goldner had stepped down, and then not too long after that, they announced he had passed Days. away. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, this ended up being pretty substantial. I mean, obviously, anytime there's a new CEO, that's a big deal. But uh, he's made some pretty big changes uh, with the company. He had pretty uh, drastic disagreements with the way that the company is being managed before. And they are in a, a state of transformation right now. We'll see how things go. Hopefully, you know, by the end of the year, we'll have a better idea. Would it be a state of conversion? That is, yeah, you're right. Maybe I get that a, reference. Yeah. Uh, also in January, we only have four news items for January to talk about. This year got progressively busier when it came to news items. Uh, MPG-02 Getsui was officially revealed. And this was before, of course, we got Shoki in hand and we didn't realize how, I think we had an inkling, but we didn't really realize how painful these would be. Getsui had, had a like- pretty good idea the first time we saw you know the sample images of shoki but i was hoping against hope and getsui looks like it would be the better one but apparently not no no no, it is definitely not (laughs) it is not it is not uh moving but i'm I'm sure yuki kaze will be just fine uh yeah third time's a charm yeah so uh probably the biggest possibly the biggest news item of the year uh this was rob's biggest news item of the year uh, IDW losing the licenses, the Transformers, and I guess was GI Joe in My Little Pony in there as well. I believe so. Yeah, GI Joe at least was. Yeah, eighteen years of Transformers comics. That's a pretty incredible run. It's an yeah. incredible run, and everything comes to an end. So eventually, it was going to happen, but you know, it's painful to we see. We don't it go. have to like it. Yeah, but we still uh, don't know where it's going. Right? No. We don't. No. Yeah, we don't. And that, you know, nothing's been announced and that doesn't mean that it's actually going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. There were rumors floating around all year, but like nothing's ever substantially materialized. And at this point, especially with the change in CEO, Hasbro may just be at a point where like, yeah, maybe we don't want to do this right now for a while. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Or they're going to be doing it themselves. I mean, that's that's been suggested. Although I would tend to shoot that down because like yeah. one of the one of the main things Chris Cox seems to want to change versus Brian Golder's approach mm-hmm. is not having Hasbro be a media production company anymore. Yeah, I agree. That's I mean, back in this back in January when that was suggested suggested we didn't know that, mm-hmm. so that was perfectly reasonable conjecture. Yeah, yeah. At this point, I don't, I don't. That just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was, <laughs> I kind of want to show the show this off, but it's like. This is old news now, but in January, uh, Legacy Voyagers hit the shelves and we saw them all cardboard, no plastic. And that's just become life now. Yeah. And it's actually going to get worse with the coming product year stuff, too, because like they're uh, changing the way the cardboard backing works on the toys. So it holds more. It holds on to them more. It's cardboard fronting now. Pretty much. Yeah. Cardboard fronting. Um, yeah, and that's you know a way to secure the toys more firmly with uh, I think less packing material involved again. Can they do it without damaging the paint on the figures? Because that that's really what I want them to do. Probably not. <laughs> like I don't understand why the Marvel Legends figures can be wrapped in like a wax paper, you know that that type of paper, but uh, Transformers figures don't full, get that. If they go to fully enclosed packaging, which I think by this time next year they probably will, that's more probable. But right now, if there's any of the toys showing, they don't want to wrap it up. They want it. They want the customer to see it. Yeah, because I think we came to understand that the packaging style 
uh, was locked in for Legacy and Legacy Evolution, essentially, before the decision was made on the other lines to go to fully enclosed packaging. Yeah. So I put this in here. No, so a little bit of sausage making. Normally how we do this is I go through the year in show notes and I basically put everything down on the document. Then I strike everything out that I don't think we want to talk about. Then I send it out to the guys and have them edit. I'm amazed that nobody took this out. I thought it would take like 30 seconds. So I wanted to talk about this in entertainment news. The Transformers Sleep Stories added to the Calm app. This changed my life in some weird way. So I learned about the Calm app, which is basically some an app to fall asleep, which I don't use. But I learned about that there are stories on this that are slow and monotonous and go nowhere. And the whole point is to put you to sleep. And Peter Cullen is like born to do this. I remember you being excited about this. Otherwise, I probably would have put it on the list to yeah. be to be struck but i knew i would have been vetoed yeah peter uh, cullen is perfect for this because like the way you describe it it's basically eeyore reading you a story it's and peter cullen was eeyore you're exactly right and like <laughs> i actually now for my kids subscribe to like a podcast just for this and i've thought about making a podcast in this in this style i've thought about doing this because that's how i speak anyway so uh yeah this was like one of my favorite news items, news items of the year and having actually listened to the story it really will put you to sleep. I did actually think about striking this out when I was going over it, or at least putting a note at the end of uh, who cares. Apparently I have learned who cares. It's it's yeah. you. Yeah. So uh, fan first Friday, uh, early part of February, uh, we learned about the Bumblebee movie toys, which diecast was a big fan of and uh, movie 86 figures, such as junk heap and sludge and some buzzworthy Bumblebee stuff. Yeah. Uh, Earthspark and BotBots, the cartoon first looks, you know, I, at that point, I, I, we, I guess we mostly didn't really know what to think. Mm-hmm. Uh, now in hindsight, both series are actually pretty good. Um, I was surprised how much I like BotBots actually, cause I really, really? thought that was, the, yeah, I thought I was going to dis. I thought BotBots was just going to be, you know, like shovel media. It's actually pretty good. I thought BotBots was eh, but Earthspark it's, was it's not for really everybody. They're both really great. good. They're both I, great. I still have not watched the BotBots cartoon. Uh, my my six year old loves it, and I honestly, I, it was a lot better than I was expecting. Um, also in February, there was this rumor of Lego to release a Transformers set. It's crazy talk. That'll hmm. never happen. What? Hmm. They've been like harsh rivals for a long time. Yep. Yeah, not gonna happen. I don't. I don't think Lego would be too happy with them in general, just because of that whole like you know Creo nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I actually, about this time, a friend of a friend, a family member of a friend uh, who works for Lego had, mess- had told uh, her sister, it's like, hey, tell your tell your friend Brian that, uh, that we're going to have a Lego Transformer. I bet he'd like to know about that. Like when all this new stuff was happening. So I'm like, oh, I can't talk about it because mm-hmm. I don't want to get them in trouble. Uh, so, uh, but yeah. Apparently they found out somehow like before the news broke. So yeah. Um, let's see here. Moving to March. Uh, we learned about the Transformers Cross GI Joe, uh, collaborative uh, Megatron Hiss Tank. Something we had hoped about or hoped for for a long time. Honestly, it seemed like it just it made sense. Why not do it if you're gonna do collaborative stuff and GI Joe or mask seemed like an obvious thing to do. And uh I think we all we're cautiously optimistic 
maybe cautiously realistic. With a lot of things this year, I think I think it was decent. I think it was overpriced. And that's pretty much my feeling throughout the year for most of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, let's see here. I mostly Our... just think that we basically we thought for a long time that it should happen and then we learned why it never should have happened in the first place. The way the toy I, I still think I still think they could pull it off. I just don't think they have yet. RC News Desk 157 NFTs hit Transformers. Uh, March. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Pops, you know, it wasn't Hasbro doing it at least, but Hasbro signed off on it. Said, yeah, right. sure. That makes a lot of, that makes a lot of sense to it. I hope they learned and they won't do this again. Um, they are doing it again. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll learn this time. <laughs> no, because the, the, it's the Funko Pops audience. They'll buy anything. Yeah. Uh and also in March our pal Will Jack sixty four found hi Josh. bulk yeah, hi Josh found bulkhead in stores. Yeah, we're pretty sure he was the first person in the US to have an in store sighting of that. Yeah, that we know of. And now we're still swimming in bulkheads. They are still um so my Walmart actually did finally uh, catch up to G Axis. Yeah. I'm I, sure there's still a bulkhead if you dig deep enough. Probably. <laughs> probably. Um, let's see. And it probably doesn't have a head. Yeah, probably uh, not. Yeah, April, also a short month. Mark Mayer shares first concept models for Kingdom Cheetor. Oh, yeah. See, I found that pretty interesting in a couple ways. Like, obviously, you know, there's going to be a model making stage of any, like, new toy development, especially for when they're trying to sell the idea of a new segment of the Generations line. Like, if they're going in a different direction, they need to prove how something's going to work. So, like, they had just um, a probably off-the-shelf model of a cheetah that he, like, scored uh, panel seams into to show how the it would break apart. And then they took, like, a, a moon racer, a Power of the Prime moon racer, and put uh, cheetah parts on that to demonstrate what the robot mode would look like. And it's just like, yeah, that Power of the Prime moon racer, they really can and will make anything out of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got a big kick out of that, which... Um, you know, it's the same reason, like, I my biggest news item of the year is all the behind-the-scenes stuff from the designers through the Instagram accounts. Like, we get to see stuff like this that we almost never get to see. It's really cool. Yeah, it, it's, it is really cool. Uh, let's see here. Uh, RC News Desk, Desk 160, Transformers Fan First Tuesday featuring Rubosin and Legacy Wave 2. That We knew there was a new Rubosin item on the way. At that point, everybody assumed that it was going to be a Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. But no, it was a trailer. Yeah. Does the trailer work with the uh, elite version? I don't yes. think it does it. Oh, the 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 bigger one it works with. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the original version. No, the elite one is going to be the the smaller one. Yeah, oh, the, the elite's the, the, the smaller one, and it does not work with the trailer. Last I heard. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it it does not. Uh, but we got uh, Legacy Wave Two, of course, featuring uh, you know some of our favorite favorite figures like you know Tarantulas, etc. Yeah, some good stuff in there. And Jaxus. Knockout also happened. Yeah, knockout. Did I buy anything from that wave? Uh, Motormaster. Well, I mean, oh, you, must okay. have, you, you got Jaxus. Yeah, Jaxus. Uh, I mean, Deluxe, Deluxes, though. Oh, I Deluxes. Thinking. Okay. Um, yeah. No, you, I absolutely bought Motormaster and Jaxus. Why would you? Wild Rider was in that wave. <laughs> oh, okay. So nothing good in the Deluxes. Gotcha. Um, I remember kind of liking the Alita one. The Alita one mold is actually quite good for a yeah. uh, female Autobot mold. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that one. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it could have been worse. I mean, if they were, like, we're rumored to have uh, Shadow Striker coming in this product year. If they want to take that Alita mold and retool it a little bit, use it a third time to make that happen, like, I'm on board. Uh, let's see here. Also in April, Titan Class Cybertron Metroplex. Uh, this we we knew this was coming. I don't remember. Was this the first time we actually saw it? Uh, official clearly, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a very small scale leak of it. Um, but yeah, like actually a good look at it, proper confirmation that it was really happening. Yeah, this was this was the first. Yeah, there's it, a it, it being in April. This was probably like a Pulse Fan Fest event or something. Yeah, yeah. This was one that there was a. Even after it came out, just a lot of disagreement on whether people actually thought this was a good toy or not. It's the only I mean, I, I've never, never heard anybody. I've never heard anybody that bought it say it's a bad toy. It's not. I own it. It's just kind of like we know they're they're running out of Titans class figures, but still, it's like really. I mean, you know, I know that you guys really love the arc, but when they did the arc. They were I, out of ideas. I love the arc in robot mode. Yeah. When they did the arc, they were out of ideas, basically, for Titan class figures. I have to disagree and because next they didn't year do... we're getting the Nemesis, so they're clearly out of ideas again. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't do Tidal Wave. That's an idea that's got to be at the top of the list. And they uh, didn't so, do it yet, so. so it seems like there's hesitation to do Tidal Wave because of the boats aspect, and they don't want to have to print in literally 30 languages, does not float. Yeah. Like, uh, I'd be fine with a commander class tidal wave. I would not. It has to be Titan class to for the size that <laughs> I do not. I am not interested in a commander class that splits into three different parts. It oh, no, has to no, be no, bigger. No. If it was a commander class, I'd want it to just be the super battleship and the robot. I would not want it to split into the three components. Then it's not tidal wave. Uh, I mean, <sighs> at this I, point, though, like I'll take what I can get. And for me, the the super battleship is the iconic tidal wave look and feel yeah, yeah agree like i love what the original armada toy was that you had the little it's not a fleet but the little battle group of uh vessels that could then turn into a super battleship and also had a robot mode like it you know it's very armada in the play pattern but i don't need that replicated in a modern toy i yeah. do okay <laughs> you know i'm i'm just sitting here thinking and i'm thinking what if they do two releases and they're like Duo two different releases. They're duo cons. One is like a ship and something. The other one is something. And you buy both to make the regular tidal wave, like two leader class figures. Like, and then you can still get tidal wave, but you have two different With figures, like individual robot modes. Yeah, that, yeah. Hmm. But but then you basically power link them together, and you get tidal wave. That way I mean, that could, would be a lot of work. But if they could make it work and be really cool, sure. I, I mean, that would the. And then build in retools to make it uh, as Overlord. Yeah. I was actually thinking about that recently, not to digress too much, but if they're going to do another, uh, maybe two Haslabs from now, we could get another Overlord. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Uh, Yeah. So, okay. So uh, moving on to May, first look at Studio Series Thundercracker in Age of Extinction Galvatron. Um, yeah, that Galvatron, yep. I just saw it on the shelf today or yesterday. Uh, it sure is something. I just bought it on the shelf because it was on sale. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I remember those were, the pre-orders were originally slated for actually January 2023, and then they came out like six months early. Mm-hmm. A lot of things came out early this year. Uh-huh. They, yes, like <laughs> everything. Everything. Yep. 
Uh, it's super frustrating. Oh, yeah. So MP56 revealed Trailbreaker. Uh, people are actually starting to get those in hand now. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of, I have it in hand right here. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea it had shipped. Um, let's see here. Wreck and Roll Collection 2022, Amazon's subline. Uh, so it's done, right? There's nothing yeah. left to come out. Yeah. Um, not my favorite subline. No. It's been interesting. Um, I quite liked it. I didn't. I, I left one of the releases. Like I didn't get the bulkhead because I it wasn't different enough from the one I already had. Mm-hmm. Remember, I got I ordered bulkhead, and somehow somebody had perfectly resealed like the retail yeah. release in the box, and it took me about ten minutes to realize it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I remember it isn't remember, anything special. Yeah. <laughs> I remember not liking the Springer the first time we saw it, but Diecast bought it for me for my birthday and like it's way nicer in hand. It is. Yeah. But I tell you, it's the star of the show was Landmine and Diaclone Twin Twist. Those two were just some phenomenal repaints. Diaclone Twin True. Twist is just a good toy. Now we need top spin. Agree. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they will find somewhere to make that happen because like, of the two versions of that jump starter, uh, the the top spin version is the one I prefer. And we finally got a Generations lead foot toy, and it's a good toy. <laughs> yeah, pretty nice. Paint job even seems to have held up amazingly yes. enough. And the fossilizer uh, sure happened too. Yeah. Also, in, I, I gave them away. Yeah. <laughs> also in May, Transformers Tuesday reveals of Studio Series Galvatron, Thundercracker, Sideways, Darth Moon, Bumblebee, Studio 80, Series 86 RC. Mm-hmm. Um, that, again, speaking of toys that uh, people couldn't agree on, Studio Series 86 RC, I think some people hated it and some people really liked it. I'm somewhere in the middle. I've mm. never even seen it anywhere. I got it off of Amazon. I think I saw it at Target. I got mine on Amazon. I would. I'd be more firmly positive about it if it did not seem to have a endemic flaw of the torso pieces not locking together. Mm. Don't know if mine has that issue. No, mine doesn't really have that issue. Mm. Mine yeah, is in, a... in robot mode. There's a, like a nylon on nylon joint that's supposed to tab together and hold the middle of the robot solid, and it just doesn't. And I know that's the case on a lot of the copies. Mine is in a ziploc bag in the bottom of a bin somewhere like most of everything that came out this year <laughs> uh also legacy walmart exclusive uh scourge slash black convoy leaked and i think i learned about that listening to the news desk i think chris may have done a news desk on that and i was driving down the road and listening to that that's possible yeah i remember when you bought that toy I was with you when I when we found it. Yeah, I can't remember if when that item happened, we had the picture of it, or if it was just the the text listening about it. I don't think so. I okay. think we yeah we didn't learn about the colors until much later because okay I remember everybody being astonished that the colors were yeah okay not what so we were expecting yeah. so that was when there was still optimism about this. Uh, so June, uh, we learned that uh, Transformers uh, 2007 would be coming back to theaters for a Fathom event July 10th and 14th for the 15th anniversary. Uh, Did anybody go to that? I didn't. Yeah. No. no. I completely <laughs> forgot about it. Yeah, I didn't care. Uh, Masterpiece Skyfire. Did we ever learn when that's coming out? Oh, nobody cares about that. No, I paid for it already. <laughs> Put a pre-order down, didn't you? No, I paid in full. For 
the actual real masterpiece Skyfire. Yes. Okay. Okay. Good luck with that. Well, um, actually, okay. No, Takara Tomi. I'm looking at it right now. Takara Tomi Mall. Jp. What's What's the release date? That I don't remember. March. Oh, yeah, March it's, it's coming year. up soon. Yeah. Okay. Well, shoot. I thought. I honestly thought that we. I don't remember it. Maybe I'm not getting it. I guess I'm not getting it. Well, I think it's the it's the Karatomi Wall exclusive. You would have to get through a, a importer. Like it wouldn't be on Amazon Japan. I mean, I I would have thought I would order it through Pulse or something. I would have thought they would have put it up. I hmm. Do you say thirty eight thousand yen? Yeah. So uh, over three hundred dollars. About three hundred bucks. I paid about two twenty. Well, you probably locked in at a better exchange rate. Uh, yeah, and a good sale. And a good sale. Okay. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, I don't remember. I, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess either way you'll get surprised in March or soon thereafter if you, you know, pre-ordered it. Well, crap. I honestly <laughs> thought that this was not shipping anytime soon. Yeah, I'd forgotten they put a date on it, too. No, well, uh, let's see here. Um, Matt, I guess Matt was right. Nobody does care about it. Nobody cares about it. Also, MPG03 announced. Um, I was actually on vacation when this happened because i was I, I remember where i was when i was listening to the podcast when you guys were talking about it uh gi joe cross transformers off striker bumblebee revealed uh i was i remember like it's one of those moments when i wasn't on the podcast and i was listening and i was like trying to argue with you guys like in the middle of like a mall in cincinnati um <laughs> you know like the day after you recorded it um but yeah and that was the last time Brian ever missed a show. Was it? Might have been. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, that one's not out yet, right? No, it is out. I've got it. <laughs> yeah, it's not good either. No, it's not. Yeah. yeah. I was never really impressed with it, but I thought I'll see how Megatron turns out. Yeah, that's not happening anytime soon. No, the yeah. the the fundamental flaw with these is they're trying to make them fit. G.I. Joe figures when they just need to make transformers of the vehicles in normal transformer scale. Man, That's the, only, the problem. The only reason I'm happy with my purchase is I got it out uh, Amazon when it was on sale for 80 and I sold the Baroness I was included for 30. So I mean that that made it a bit more palatable. Yeah, Diecast just put in our internal chat a link to where that was uh Skyfire was put up on uh Pulse uh pre-order date due date was august 5th and it was 275 bucks i don't know whether i ordered that or not well you you'll have a surprise yeah i don't remember anything anymore so it doesn't matter uh let's see here in june motormaster was found in australia that was that was big news because everybody was excited about that Good yeah point. and then it was big news because i believe the one found in australia was also pre-yellowed yep that was everybody everybody's talking about it mm-hmm. um uh also one of my favorite stories all year was the <laughs> transformers uh movie optimus primal face mask and bumblebee I, as well i love this i can't wait to get them yeah that the, be too the much face mask that transforms it's the face mask that transforms it looks like it would be really uncomfortable to it wear it does yes. like it's gonna be really uncomfortable but i will buy it yeah yeah absolutely i think we determined in the first pictures we saw of that the back of the mask mode was not transformed fully so there's probably less you know pointy end sticking in toward your face the toy the robot looks so much better than the movie robot does it looks like optimus primal yeah 
yeah, I see what you're saying. If you think about it, with the lead time all this stuff has, probably a lot of the early Rise of the Beast stuff was based on just existing Beast Wars character art and yeah, concepts, probably. which got worked on more and refined, quote-unquote, as the movie's uh, special effects were developed. So, yeah, this does look more like Optimus Primal than what's in the movie because it's based on more on classic Optimus Primal. I like it. That's, that's what I want. Maybe it's the low-grade fever that I'm running, but I'm now picturing the Optimus Primal mask set in with the masks characters spinning around. Then someone drops down and someone gets the Primal mask. So Don, so Don just spilled the beans. So like right before record time, he just informed us that he has COVID. So Don is not feeling good. So Don is a trooper for being here. Thank you, Don. Just don't make me a VR trooper, please. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's, 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 that's something. Uh, Evan Brooks shares more photos of studio series 86 RC again, just, uh, more debate on whether it's a good toy or not. That's what that led to, uh, Takara Tomy demonstrates, uh, MP Skyfire's transformation in new video. I think we were all surprised at how simple it was, but the whole idea was it doesn't have to transform into anything, into anything real. Mm-hmm. And the video is now private. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> um, also in June, MP Raiden torso officially shown off. Not didn't get the warm fuzzies from it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, that's just like part of a chain where every new thing they show us just makes us enjoy this less. But the warmest of fuzzies, Tonkinator. <laughs> I, I think too. Yeah, I think Tonkinator was like one of our favorite news items of the year. Having it in hand, I, I still really like it. I don't think that I love it as much as I thought I would, though. Darn it. I want I, I fiction bought, to go I bought with. two. I bought two. I one to keep in the package and one to play with, and I really should have just bought one. Yeah. <laughs> I, this, this is the kind of real exclusive that for the price, I would have loved to have had a thin, maybe just a couple pages comic. I know it would have added a whole sort of dynamic to it, but this something like this existing in a vac, it's like a botcon release. You need some kind of fiction to help make this fit and enjoy it more based on this brief appearance appearance. So that, that would have been nice, but I don't know. I mean, it has to exist. He, he doesn't, some- he doesn't need fiction. He is talking. Yeah, That's like, enough. Yeah. Like, it has to exist in a world where, Hasbro exists. It's a world of the illusion where things are not what they seem. He is nah. Tonkinator. You are like the buzzing of flies to him. Yeah, yes. I, I, I think it's fine. <laughs> um, so moving to July, uh, first look at Velocitron Wave Two Crasher. We love Crasher. I think we love Crasher. Right? We love the character Crasher, but do we well, love the toy? Yeah. Uh, the character, yes. The toy is fine. The toy is frustrating because, <laughs> like. It demonstrates that the the toy accurate Mirage head exists on the tooling for the Earthrise version Mirage, but we still don't have that head on a normal colored or even diaclone colored Mirage release. That is wrong. Yes, and you I... know the Siege version that head only came out on the fully clear plastic version. It is wrong. So, <laughs> yes, and I really need that red diaclone Mirage. I need it badly. I'm still hoping a third party does any does a more crasher crasher looking face, so because I would be tempted to get that. Um, pretty sure somebody was working on it. Yeah, I thought someone did. Yeah, it might be hard to pop the head off without breaking something though. Like a lot of these heads now are made where the neck socket is too small to pass the ball through it, mm. uh, and it's just glued around. Devious. 
Yeah. Uh, also in July, SDCC 2022 wrap up, uh, Legacy or Spark exclusives and Victory Saber. Hmm. So we got to see uh, things such as the what is it the what is it the Arise set? What was it called? The set uh, that had a hero is born. Well, hero, hero is born. Hero is born set. And of course, uh, stuff that's already come out uh, recently, like uh, <clears throat> Armada, Starscream, uh, Inferno. Transmetal, two Megatron, crank. Yeah, because the interesting thing about this is that the SDCC presentation for the the legacy stuff was super super basic. Like they had one picture of just the robot modes, I think, for the toys. Uh, they didn't show any accessories or anything. There was no samples in display cases, and like we just felt really strongly like they were not prepared to actually go to SDCC that season, and they pulled a lot of this together doing as basically as little as they could to have a presentation but not take away from other reveals they already had scheduled and planned yeah <laughs> like it was, it was just a really weird feeling situation let's see here uh moving to august uh jt prime shares more information about legacy year two uh, of Which course is probably like product listings for stuff that's in the process of coming out right now yeah so ev core nemesis prime ev core grimlock bomber swoop starscream scar snarl so a lot of things junkion 2 nemesis leo junkion voyager bludgeon okay so that's actually stuff a couple ways ahead still yeah okay August is a pretty good month. Uh, Canon collaboration, Optimus Prime, and Reflector. So originally, first, we learned about the Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody, everybody, like, everybody was like, why didn't they make a Reflector as a camera? Like, yeah. And it's like, well, Canon wanted Optimus Prime. I mean. Then the very next day, we learned that, oh, yeah, they're making Reflector, too, because that just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably like one of those things where Canon wanted Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. And uh, Takara, Takara was like, wanted to use the mold more than once. Yeah, Takara's like, well, why <laughs> well, do you just? From, I don't have any interest in this, but from what I've seen, everywhere is sold out. So it must have been a pretty good hit with people. I guess we'll or, have, we'll just or there's see. just low low quantity, low produced. production. Uh, that's yeah. true. I guess we'll just have to see what develops. Didn't you order one, uh, Brian? I canceled it. I canceled my pre-orders. And apparently, I canceled my pre-order for uh, Masterpiece Skyfire because I, I just saw my email where I canceled my Hasbro Pulse pre-order. Oh, well. So the thing with the, the Canon collaboration, like the camera it turns into is detailed very accurately to the model of Canon uh, mirrorless camera that it is, an R6, I think. Um, but it's at like... Uh, like 70 percent scale it's not a one-to-one scale replica of their camera it's uh miniaturized um which like even i don't i don't shoot with canon cameras if they'd made a sony mirrorless i would have been more inclined to feel like i needed to get that because sony's what i shoot with um but like any interest i would have had just went out the window when it was mini versus like a real real uh feeling real size camera and then the reflector version, yeah, I, the Canon wanting Optimus makes sense uh, as a theory because, like, the reflector uses a lot of Optimus parts just painted differently. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So we are in August. Uh, first full reveal of Legacy, Point Blank, and Dead End. And we have them now. I don't have Dead End yet, but m- most of you guys do. Um, okay, so this is a sort of a collection of sort of like... Um, What's a good way to say this? Hasbro did not have the best August. Other uh, stock 
dropped about 20% over six months. Yeah, it's more they didn't have the best first half of a 2022. Yeah, that's fair. They yeah. considered sale or restructuring of entertainment assets, which happened. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, they It's still happening. Yes, still they happening. haven't sold E1 yet, but it's, it is on the table. Yeah. And uh, they Hasbro to change their toy distribution strategy. So um, what all the details on that? Um, it was something about less structured waves. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed, if I remember this right, it sounded like they might try to roll out the strategy they're using for some of their online retailers, letting them order batches of single toys and basically make their own groupings with them. That's going to be was one of the theories. But that's very, going to be very difficult with lead. Mm-hmm. To, I mean, like, if you have to do that in advance. Yeah. And that means that would affect, like, the production. So you're going to wind up with toys that have very low production runs in some cases. Or, you know, it's going to be, this is what we have available. What do you want to order? And then it's going to turn into... Somebody's going to stuck with, you know, all the dead ends. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't think at this time anybody had a clear idea of what this model was actually going to end up looking like. But it was one of the options that Hasbro was reportedly looking at at that point. And it's as much to deal with, you know, their uh, stock situation uh, in financial terms as it is to deal with... uh what we've been complaining about with stuff being projected for six months later, but uh, shipping uh, well at well early. Um, if they can streamline that part of the logistic process, they can try to get their dates to line up a little bit better, make everybody happier. Yeah. Uh, moving to September, upcoming Transformers reactions teased on G2 Grimlock and Toy Galvatron cardbacks. Of course, that uh, was the G1 prototype Unicron. Yeah, that was everyone's darling. It is literally the only toy that I still have on pre-order. <laughs> <laughs> I have the G2 Grimlock. I got that at uh, Target. I don't. I saw it and I skipped it. Uh, let's see here. RFC News Desk 161, Velocitron Speedia 500 Deluxe Wave 2 revealed. Crasher and Shadow Strip. Yep. And, and we still don't know if we're going to get any more recolored Donicons. Uh, Donicons. Yeah, we've not heard anything yet. Well, that's just because there hasn't been any formal announcements or like good leaks on upcoming exclusive sublines. And I think one of the things Mark was saying in one of his Instagram posts was their intention is to try to work those into future yeah, exclusive capsules. Yeah. 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 Shadow Strip was the one that uh, we were surprised by because we thought it was going to be something else. Shadow, Shadow Striker. Striker. Yeah. Because the way the stuff is listed, the name is abbreviated, and everybody just assumed it was Shadow Striker based on the abbreviation, which was completely reasonable. Yeah. yeah. Like, depending on where the data is being pulled from, some of yeah. those fields are abbreviated because it might live on a barcode in a barcode right. or, or on a shelf tag or something. And some mm-hmm. of those only have like 10 characters. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, or Sparkle debut November 11th on Paramount Plus. Sure it it did. Yeah. I watched some of it. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, there's a ton of stuff here. 2023 product listings from JT Prime and, and Hyper Shouta. Uh, Holiday Optimus is the important one there. <laughs> My favorite love toy. That, love that toy. I do too. Uh, so Studio Series Part 1, Part 2, More Legacy for 2023 and a lot of stuff. So that, that's not even the most recent wave of releases or uh, leaks. leaks or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> uh-huh listings but um more more and more like we basically it feels like we know almost everything 
So apparently um, Hasbro is starting to code name more and more of the Transformers stuff. It makes uh, sense. Yeah. So like we will know X number of deluxes and X wave, but figuring out what is what is going to be more and more challenging. So we may start getting surprises again to some degree. I mean, so G.I. Joe has been doing that for a while. Is it that the G.I. Joe fans have been going through this whole well, like, and, the, and the Power Rangers Lightning Collection stuff does it too, actually. Like, but like, dude, like, are Power Rangers fans and GI Joe fans like like digging through the dumpster, the back of like <laughs> the Hasbro headquarters to figure out what's going on? Or well, with the the Power Rangers line, they had like themes where you could tell from one wave to the next, you could work out mm. like the the naming scheme. Now they've they've changed that, and it's way more uh, scatter scatter shot like. Good luck guessing this one, nerds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt's probably least favorite story of the year. First look at Legacy Breakdown. I, I don't want to talk about it. Either. Yeah. Don't want to talk about it. Move yeah. on. Uh, fully combined. <laughs> don't want to talk about this. Fully combined Masterpiece Riding <laughs> showed at Cartomi Hobby Expo. Uh, yeah, that sure is a great model. It sure is a great model. Uh, Earth Spark Toy Line display at Oz Comic Con in Sydney. So that was a, a good news day yeah nice looking toys yeah i'll buy some of them yeah people, I, the uh, I know three. some people already have some of these i didn't pre-order them yeah because i mean some of this has come out in canada for one thing yeah yeah i got the three deluxes that came out through hasbro pulse hmm. so moving to october it went almost to launch date without being spoiled velostron leader 2 is galaxy shuttle and we were all very surprised yeah love it we it's, spent a lot of time, especially in our Discord, tfradio.net slash Discord, um, like speculating just based on the molds that were available, what could the second Velocitron subline leader be? One of the things we did joke about was um, an Astro Train redeco based on the Platinum G1 re-release. Oh, yeah. So like some of us were close-ish to the truth. I And I think this is one of those weird instances where like Don foretold the future when that Astro train toy came out and he's like, they could make a galaxy shuttle out of this. We're like, yeah, yeah okay, Don, whatever. So <laughs> more like, you know, I, what I would have liked it, it, as far as like dumb repaints go. So we got what Jetfire uh, repainted as Astro train for like uh, what Botcon. I would like to have Astro train repainted as Jetfire. Oh, Armada Jetfire. Yeah, Armada yeah. Jetfire. How horrible would that be? I'm pretty bad, actually. It yeah. would be pretty bad. I would love that. Well, especially since Armada Jetfire was loosely based on Galaxy Shuttle. Mm-hmm. Um, well, or actually, so um, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Hasbro renews partnership with Paramount for Transformers and GI Joe. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> it can't all be good news. No. Uh, Walmart Con didn't go quite as expected. But we got no, it. Yeah, no, it went exactly I'm, as I expected. Yeah. I'm shocked, I tell you, shocked. Well, not really. <laughs> so it says, but we got a weird surprise, and I can't remember what that was. It's the next few items. Oh, retro Transformers the movie Starscream and Magenta Hot Rod. Yeah, so the weird surprise was that we're getting another round of Walmart exclusive G1 reissues, but now it's the G1 toys in cartoon-based decos with no stickers. And they God, look so good. Yeah, that bo- hot ride actually does look really good. And, and the, everybody that has it in hand absolutely loves it. And the box. I'm sorry. The box is just phenomenal looking. Except for the windowless part. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, like, they're taking advantage of that to put, like, really nice full 
full panel art on the packaging and as much as i do want to be able to inspect the toys before i buy them like i appreciate the quality of the art they're putting there instead yeah uh hasbro earning report is really bad it's uh, kind of bad yeah. yeah stock price dropped to uh 65 a share uh after the report i don't remember what it was before but that's a pretty good drop mm-hmm. and like within days of this i think they announced layoffs yeah yeah and then they started them like right yeah. away yeah yeah yeah, not a great year for Hasbro. Not, not a great, great year for anybody, honestly. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Robos and Optimus Prime smaller elite version, which doesn't work with the trailer that you may or may not have spent a lot of money on for your large one. Yeah, or the or the display base, I believe that people are spending lots and lots of money on that worked yeah. with the big one. Yeah, can't never wait been for that display too, base. Never been the, too thrilled with this. The problem with the elite version is that it's not even that much cheaper than the original price of the original one. Nope. But Robos and up the srp of the original one after they decide they weren't going to make them anymore to make the elite look cheaper mm-hmm. well I, i'm sure it, that price um allows for a sell price also so when the elite you know is out for a while you're going to see that one on sale and then it might be more reasonable uh moving to november disperse as a lab launches yep. yes it does yes it did um, we were all pretty sure it would work. Hasbro sells older animation. And so it begins. And so it begins. And a lot of people are going, what's older animation? Uh, they so worked they on rescue on, bots, basically. Yeah, uh, My Little Pony. Yeah. Oh, so like the 2D animated stuff for Hasbro properties, a lot of that came out of older animation. Ah. Uh, 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 photos of Victory Saber in hand uh, uh, from Hong Kong. And so it begins. And QC issues. Uh, Some pretty bad QC issues, honestly. Yeah, Yeah, like Hasbro needs to do a much better job with Death Source next year. Uh Much better. My confidence does not soar. No. Uh, QC QC issues if you're actually getting the toy that you ordered. I I will send a polite letter to people that I do not know and do not work with. Yeah. Well, I, okay. I will give Hasbro credit. We'll probably talk about this on next the next show. show that they are, for some people, allowing them to return it. And it sounds like they're going to do sa- another run. Yeah, it kind of sounds like they're doing another production run to, to make up for to a lot of the, the orders that are not. Well, a, a lot of the orders that are not getting fulfilled through certain sites were had pre-orders. So that 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 is the right thing to do. I mean, if people have QC issues, they need to do another run of it because there was no, you know, there's no other way to get this toy. It's not like they can go to a different retailer. No, yeah. no. If ha- if Hasbro is actually willing to go to another run with this, I will give them all the credit in the world. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next here. week on RFC. Next week on RFC. Last week. Uh, let's see here. Our Spark debuts on Paramount Plus. It sure did. I watched it. It's pretty good. My kid loved it. For like two days and she hasn't watched it since really good production values though it yeah. really did have good production values yeah i really like this megatron it's uh it's a fresh take on him i'm just afraid that they'll either pull the whammy and he goes evil again but for all the wrong reasons or they do a complete 360 and it's optimus that does like a civil war kind of motif oh hasbro will never let that happen yeah is it- like in general the best thing i can say about earth spark is that the episodes i watched really gave me uh transformers animated vibe yeah i can see that uh let's see here photos uh series series eraser voyager battle trap 
photos. Um, we got that mug that uh, showed the Maximals together. And I, the first person that saw us share that was Walkie on Twitter. And I thought he'd found the mug. I'm like, oh, it's fitting that he found that, but it wasn't Walkie. Somebody found it. Uh, Desaurus hit its funding goal. Yeah, in it, November. Didn't, it didn't take all that long. It sure and did. did way better than any of us predicted it would have. It sure did. Yeah. Um, in December, we learned that Studio Series 100 is Bumblebee. N- another Bumblebee. Another Bumblebee. Like Great. I said at the time, though, like if you just think about it a little bit, it makes perfect sense. It's appropriate for Studio Series 100 to be movie yeah. Bumblebee. He is the Studio Series character. Yeah. Yeah. If Optimus Prime in general is the primary Transformers character, the primary film character is bumblebee yeah absolutely um Bumblebee's still the only one that had the you know movie named after him true uh the official reveal of battle trap and bumblebee mm-hmm. happened and then there was uh, some behind the scenes content yeah too. uh upcoming collaboration uh project bear still don't I, yeah i don't think we know what that is still no could be a couple different things but that's mm-hmm. that's what i'm really looking forward to finding out uh i think the last big leak of the year was the 2024 legacy listings mm-hmm. leaked. <sighs> yeah. 2024. 2024. Jeez. Uh, uh-huh. hit its funding goal, unlocked everything and finished above victory saber, making it the most successful, highest selling in volume. Transformers has lab ever. And it's so, so successful. They threw but, in a couple granted, extra micro There have only been three. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the way I wrote it, it was the highest selling Transformers has lab yet. yet. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I, 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 we talked about this, but I don't even remember it. Uh, we got, uh, wave five or saw wave five of Transformers Ultimates. Yeah. So that has, that has, uh, the Starscream in the process of dying and, uh, Megatron and, in mid transformation. Yeah. Uh, from, uh, from Megatron to Galvatron in Transformers mm-hmm. movie. I canceled all of my <laughs> Ultimates <laughs> pre orders. I, I'll, I'll probably still get the Alligatacon. I had, I had, I gotta get G two Max. I just, I gotta pick him up. Yeah, I still want to, I still want to get that, but I feel confident I can probably pick it up on sale not long after it releases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. That's the reason I did it. Uh, Legacy Evolution Deluxe Animated Prowl and Motorcycle Junkion. This was, this was exciting. It was exciting. They both look really good. They both yeah. look really good. Just and just to let y'all know, there's already reviews up for the Junkie on motorcycle up. Just to let you know, cool. And uh, G1 animation color hound reissue leaked. Yeah, the, the third of those which Walmart cartoon almost, reissues. Yeah, which it, also looks really good in my it does. opinion. It does. Oh, that means we're gonna have another Walmart collectors con. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they they do come twice a year. Um, <laughs> there's also supposed to be a fourth. Uh, one of these G1 reissues, so something's going to ship with Hound, presumably, yeah. and we don't really have a good lead on what probably an existing mold, something we've seen relatively recently, but... So if they're doing co- animation colors, I mean, things they have available, uh, Soundwave, um, they have that Astrotrain mold, they could go another round of Devastator. There's already yeah, like, I anime think, I think we're thinking it's going to be in the same price range as Starscream, Hot Rod, and Hound. Astrotrain? Astro Train, uh, Walmart tried to sell for 50 when it came out. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Okay, well, that's it for our recap of the news for 2022. 2023 is sure to be just as exciting. Or and, is it? Or is it? Next week, we'll resume our normal uh, weekly RFC. 
podcast, but uh, this week is our big 2022 recap. Thank you for joining us. So uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for being here this year with us. Uh, and uh, like every episode, uh, we want to thank our patrons at the touch tier. If you're a patron at the touch tier, you get mentioned on the show each week. Uh, plus you get to be on history on the fives podcast uh, with Rob Clay. Uh, just posted uh, an episode, I think maybe a couple episodes of History on the Fives on to the public feed. I posted, um, uh, and actually, no, I think I posted to the Patreon a couple days ago, which means it'll be next week. Uh, we'll have a new episode on the public feed. But like last week, we posted a podcast to the public feed. If you're a patron, you get History on the Five a week early. But in general, if you're a patron, um, you get uh, the podcast in a higher bit rate ad free you get history on the fives a week early um you get if there's an edited version of the show if like for example if don says something like really crazy in something that like i couldn't put on the public feed like if don's too wild don gone wild stuff like that that would go <clears throat> that would go on the uh, unedited hmm. version yeah new podcast yeah. that'll be that'll be next week on our predictions yeah so that would go <laughs> into the unedited version and patrons get both the uh, regular version and the unedited version. So, but if you're a patron, you get access to that. But again, patrons, it's touched here. You get mentioned on the show each week. Plus, you get uh, to be on History on the Fives if you so choose. But, uh, and of course, patrons, it's touched here also are listed on our website at tfradio.net slash credits. I'm going to go ahead and list that right now. Uh, Kevin Dorsey, Tyrell Gwynn. Sean Williamson, Sean Hamilton, Sean Bratton, Rick Mahurin, Rabbits, uh, Ness, Spider Bob, Joey Russell, Jay Klein Rye, Jacob Owen Lucia, Hector Bones, Eric Griffin, Emmett Stresovich, Blake Reynolds, AJ, Cobra Island, and Ryan Bona. Thank you all so much. You are awesome. And again, if you want to be a patron, go to patreon.com slash tfradio. Um, if you want to find us, you can find everything at tfradio.net. That's where you can find all our stuff. Uh, if you want to find uh, us on Twitter, we are at tfradio. We're on Instagram at tfpodcast and on Facebook at facebook.com slash tfradio. Um, and you can find me personally on Twitter sometimes at bkilby. I've deleted my Twitter account like twice. I like barely logged into it recently. I like chickened out. Like I went in and turned it back on, turned it back on, but I'm like tweeting less and less. Like if you just really want to like check out stuff I'm doing, just go to BrianKilby.com. But like if you really want to follow me on Twitter, you can. It's at BKilby. Or I'm also on Instagram at Brian Kilby. Uh, Rob is not here, but he is on Twitter at uh, Flailthroughs. And uh, Chris, how else can you get a hold of Rob? You probably know that off the top of your head. I think his Twitter is actually Rob Flails. Rob Flails? Yeah. Did he get rid of Flailthroughs? I don't think he ever had flail throughs of the Twitter account. Oh, well, he's on flail throughs. That's his YouTube. Yeah, that's his YouTube where he plays uh, Gundam games, primarily Gundam Battle Operation, which is a free to play online multiplayer Gundam game, which um, has been going and he's been covering for many, many years now. It's actually quite amazing how consistent he's kept up with that, even through hospitalization, which is a good trick. Yeah. Um, that was a couple of years ago now, I think. Wow. Um, if you want to support what Rob's doing or uh, request uh, custom color schemes or uh, rounds of the game, you can do so through his Patreon, patreon.com slash flailthroughs. 
And he has an Amazon wish list at tfradio.net slash playlist if you just want to be nice and send him things he would like. Um, as for myself, you can find me in our Discord, tfradio.net slash Discord. Uh, great group of people in there. It's my favorite place to talk about this dumb hobby stuff we all do. Um, if you want to see stuff I've done, uh, it's collected at playwithphotography.com. If you want to throw some support my way, I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash playwithphotos. And my Amazon wish list is tfradio.net slash chrislist, which, uh, you know, random acts of kindness are always appreciated no matter the time of year. But I will point out that my birthday is coming up in about two weeks. And it's always nice to get some things to make a typically depressing time of year be a little bit happier. So thank you. Uh, Don. Agamy reached on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. Diecast. You can follow me on Twitter at Diecast2. You can like my Facebook page at Reviews by Diecast, and you can uh, like or follow my YouTube page at DF Radio, or no, uh, youtube.com slash RFC Reviews, where I will be posting more videos this year. That cool. is my resolution. <laughs> Cool. Uh, let's see here. Rob Springer is not here. Robo Rob Springer on Twitter, zonebase.org. John Luna not here. He's at that, that John D everywhere. And uh, just yesterday, I posted a new episode of RPG Lessons Learned. And we have uh, new episodes scheduled to go up, I think, the next several Wednesdays as well. So uh, check that out if you ever listen to that podcast. Dusty is back after a year break and uh, talking about uh, role-playing games. So a lot of fun. Well, thank you all for being here. We'll see you next week. Catch you later. Bye, everybody. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at TF Radio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Jeez, when are these guys ever going to move out of their parents' basements? Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.